Uh, welcome to the episode of Coffee is for Closers. It's myself, James, today. No big jacked James Camp, but that's cool. And today what we're going to talk about is the uh, masterclass that we're currently doing, yeah. the preparation that me as a salesperson did uh, in order to, I guess, uh, try and get the maximum amount of sales and, you know, uh, I guess try and get the most out of a one-to-many selling environment yeah. and the thought process behind the preparation. So with that, let's uh, cue the intro and we'll get into it. If you listen to this podcast, you will make your first million within three years. I'm going to repeat that. You will make a million dollars within three years of the first episode you listen to. We don't want pikers. We're not here to save the manatees. We're here to make podcasts. You really want this. You listen and review. Put that coffee down. Yeah, cool. So for those like on timeline, we literally just finished filming uh, day one of the masterclass with Jeremy Meyer. Yeah. Um, we feel like it was pretty big success. Yeah. And this is the first time you've really put any preparation into presenting. Anything. <laughs> yeah, like he, sp- he wrote 14 pages of script. Yeah. I did, did you read it? I did. Jurist. I did okay. word for word pretty much. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, tell, yeah. actually. Yeah, well, I'm pretty good at reading from script these days. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you mean you're pretty good for reading? You never do it. How can you be good at it? Well, when I still I read from script. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much word for word. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm a script guy. Now, yeah. I thought you just had your script there and like you know it back to front. So well, I've memorized it by now. Yeah, exactly. So, But I have it. I always have my script there. It's an important thing. You tip for young players, always have your script there so that you can... Uh... Yeah, I, okay. So I guess the difference in my interpretation is you've got small amounts of parts on that script where you make right, up riff. the rest. Yeah, yeah. Right, riff. Whereas yeah. this was like no, it's just paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. Yeah, it's 14 pages. I thought it was a book. Yeah, yeah, it's 14. <laughs> Might release it. Hashtag, uh, hashtag release, release the pages. <laughs> no, so I actually, like, what, what I did is I've been, um, so I've never done it before. I've never emceed a masterclass. Yep. Like, I've, I've given masterclasses and I've done all that kind of stuff. So the thought process was different. So the two best guys that I know of that do it is Eli Wild mm-hmm. and Brad right. Newman. Yeah. Uh, now, I've been a part of masterclasses and I've, and I've given masterclasses where, where, where they have set them up and they've done the preceding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be fully transparent. I watched a whole bunch of their masterclasses and I took the principles that they were doing also, Eli, I was lucky enough on the last one that we did for the Congruence Academy. Did somebody say congruence, right? Comment hashtag he, Congruence he Academy. Host. He was the host. Yeah. So he actually taught me what he was doing, why he was doing it. So I had about four sessions with him yeah. because he took a percentage of the take, right? Yeah, that was yeah, kind yeah. of the deal. Yeah. He made good money. He probably made 30, 40 grand out of, uh, you know. Probably. Out of like five hours work. Plus a few sessions with me. So it worked well for everybody. But he kind of taught me the principles of preceding, what you want to get out, what are the things you want to do when you Mm. want to do them. So I kind of had an understanding. And I even went back and watched a few of those sessions that we had together because he's very, very good at it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, He learned from Tony Robbins. So I was like, okay, I took that. And then I took what Brad Newman did. Brad Newman has a very, very different approach. But after kind of comparing the two, I could see the similarities in principle. And then I took some of the word tracks that they did 
and I kind of broke them down into like what are they trying to achieve out of each word track. Yeah. Then yeah. I kind of reworded the word track in order to, I guess, be more reflective of me and my personality and insert some of my stuff. Yeah. But I definitely had to like change the personality somewhat because I'm not like, a, hey, guys, what? like I'm not a super hypey guy in general. Uh, mm. Neither is Jeremy. So he was today. Yeah, I had to kind of turn it up to 11 today because yeah. you, you have to be the guy that's kind of like bringing the energy and bringing the funk. And, yeah. you know, that's one thing that like Brad Newman in particular is he's, he's good at that. He's hilarious. Hashtag sales guys and all those kind of stuff. So there were lots of really funny things that he did and things that I took from him and things I took from Eli. And then watching all the different master classes, I kind of pieced together a bit of a Frankenstein of, of what I think, what I thought would, would work. And, okay. you know, the retention for the first day, we don't know how effective it is. Yes, but there were two hundred people. First day. We had like yeah, just under five hundred, and we had pretty much everyone stay all the way through to the yeah. end. Yeah, I mean it was one AM for a lot of guys. Yeah, so. and we went about forty-five minutes over the allotted time. Yeah, so yeah. that makes sense. That's but right. We ended up with about four hundred, from five hundred to start, four hundred at the finish. But we had we we kept about ninety percent of the attendance all the way through to the last twenty minutes. Yeah, well, um comment on the youtube video as well like what we did well what we can improve on and i know eli if you're watching thanks for sitting the, the whole way through that two hours i'd uh, love to hear from you what yeah. we can do better watching me do your pitch yeah <laughs> but, um, I, I, I gave him a shout out i was like i learned this from eli a couple of the exercises i've got some other exercises tomorrow that are kind of uh that are yeah the six inches yeah. Well, my six inches yeah exactly there's all eli there's all yeah, yeah. There's his yeah. Stuff. um but also that stuff's from tony yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, it's and like I'm sure Tony learned from it from someone and that guy learned yeah, it from yeah. someone. So, you know, it's all those kind of things and they're all like little little word tracks and exercises to to create a visual and emotional representation of a concept yeah. which we're trying to convey over the day. So what did, um, what are some of the things that you took out of uh, Brad's stuff that you applied? Like what are the things that he does really well in presenting one to many? Yeah, so I think, and, and again, I'm pretty new at this, but I think what he did really, really well was like hold the energy of the group uh -huh. the entire way through and his interjections were well-timed appropriate powerful he was almost like the morgan freeman mm. right of mm. the master class he doesn't have the buttons oh, i had buttons though that's yeah. one thing i took that to another level i had the wah 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 had fire i had a bomb i wish I this had, was uh, this so, like <laughs> like that. so that one i don't think it's ever been used yeah it's like a thousand dollar bit I'm of gonna put it in my we don't use it anymore we just use this and that mic which you can't see it's off camera because i have a dope ass camera now if you're watching this you're watching this in 4k 10 bit we might set it up on that table it's gonna have to be for the border yeah. we're actually this is the new this is the new setup so we're gonna have something behind us right I think nice big logo. we have the world's biggest light. I mean, I I will do a photo of it, but it is literally, <laughs> it's bigger than James. Yeah, right? My kids Twice. could easily fit in there. It is comically enormous, but it's a nice soft lighting, James. Yeah. It makes us look young and youthful. Uh, I, I like my, my lighting usually medium. So <laughs> medium. This is, the soft is great. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh, my I lighting. Do. I don't know the difference. I like my lighting hard and yeah. fast. All right? I know is you press the switch, like, come on, right? Yeah, I set all this up. So all you do is sit there. These microphones right. are just for show. These are like the best microphones you can buy. Testing, testing. Yeah, they don't do a thing. But anyway, uh, they look good for a podcast. You should probably have them here. Some people think that we're talking on microphones, right? That's really good. But we're not. Yeah. And anyway. the audio out of this is actually a bit better, but I can't be it's, it's hard to say. I move up. around too much to yeah. talk into a microphone. You come in. Coming out. Yeah, it's terrible. Kind of these emulating are, something else. These need to be right there, right? It'd be real friendly with but, that microphone. Anyway, so that's that's what Brad does well. Yeah. 
What does Eli do well? Uh, Eli is very, very good at very good hand movements, very good presence. His presence is like charisma. Yeah, charisma is like, un- like undeniable. Yeah. I think what he does best from what I've seen is like the foundation laying for the end mm. straight away. So he does like it's a separation. Right? So it's an us versus them. So like edifying the people that are yeah. there. Like if you watch Reddit today, I was like, you guys are the ones at this. You know, you guys are here. You guys are the ones that are committed. You guys are the sales athletes, right? Now we have 400, 500 people here today. We have 1,000 people in the Facebook group. So we already know you guys are the most committed, yeah, right? Yeah. But we can actually see the analytics of all the people that went into the landing page to join the free group, and we had over 2,000 people do that. So we automatically know that from 2,000 that went, from 1,000 that joined to 500 that are sure here enough. watching live today, you guys are the ones that are driving the needle forward. You are the sales athletes. You are hashtag committed. Put hashtag committed, right? So that is all a word track from Eli. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because okay. what that does is it separates it's the us and them, <laughs> right? So some of the sales tactics Everyone that wants you to use, be the us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And all the sales tactics that you use in one-to-many are very – like it's similar but different to Divide one Divide and conquer, kind of. Yeah. It's like you mm. want to create a group mentality, a herd mentality, so people feel like part of a community. And, the, and they are so that they can ride the swell forward and then, you know, like you get some of the, like, uh, uh, you know, some of the closes that people do on stage are super interesting where they'll go, hey, listen, this next 30 minutes is only for people who want to learn yeah. how to make $30,000 a month. It's also so if you don't want to make $30,000 a month, I need you to leave right now. Mm-hmm. And then you literally stand there in silence what? on stage and you wait for people to leave. And you, then you edify them. You go, okay, so everybody here, everybody stand up right now if you want to make three. And then you start selling people hard on stage. Yeah. And it just takes one person to walk to the back of the room. And, and then, then everyone people follows follow, Right, because it, there's there's a couple of things there. One, yeah. no one wants to be embarrassed that the guy that doesn't make that. Yeah. They don't want to admit that I'm not interested in doing this. So you kind of feel obliged to stay. Yeah, it's interesting. Then there's FOMO. Yeah. Like fear of missing out. You don't want to be the, oh, what's this? This is, yeah. it's a presentation gift wrapped and you're sitting there with the gift. You're about to unwrap it. Be like, oh, what are they going to allow me to buy? Yeah. And then there's the herd mentality. You yeah. see one person doing it. They're like, oh, it must be good. It gives validation. Yeah. It's like, why, why do people stand in the busiest line at the grocery store when there's an empty line right next to them? Why do people <laughs> wait in traffic at yeah, the long, exactly. it's like, it does my head in because I never do that, but. Like one of the one of the funniest things, right? That I, I do it. If 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 you ever go to an airport, try this at home. I want you to comment hashtag airport, right, in the comment section wherever you're watching this, listen to this, right. Next time you go there, if you go to the gate and it's full and you there's nowhere to sit, yeah. And if you you're with a group of people, people you're with a group of people, right? This right, and they haven't even opened the gate mm-hmm. yet. You go, all right, guys. I guess it's time to start lining up, and then your group goes and lines up. Mm-hmm. Right now, now there's no reason to. All of a sudden, people will start getting up from their seat and they will start walking over and sitting behind you in line. Mm-hmm. And I've done this multiple times. When they do that, you simply walk over and sit down in their seat. Nice. It is the most savage herd mentality move ever. I love it. Right? Well, <laughs> because yeah. they just do it out of herd mentality. Oh, no. They're all sheep's got yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right, and then you just go and sit down and Thank you go, you. and they're like. Like, oh, well it works. Every I'd be time. so embarrassed that I'd be like, you are not. Yeah, it's I like, would Okay, you go to a new city, right? You're in an area that you've never been before. You don't know what any of the restaurants are like. It's dinner time, Friday night. There's four restaurants there. 
Yeah. Right. You're walking past. You don't care what you want to eat. You're not after Japanese. You're not after steak. You're after whatever. Food. With a group, right? You walk past. Three restaurants have no one in them. Mm. One's jam-packed with a line. Which one do you go to? You go to the one that's jam-packed. You go to the that big... must be the good one. Exactly yeah. right. Nobody no one goes to, be to the other ones. Yeah. And it's like, we learned this in gyms. Walk down here, guys. Oh, just hey. have a look at this, guys. Just have a look. It's long. You want me to get scissors? Like, I can have a crack. Like, you can't be worse than that. I wouldn't trust you to hold scissors. You look like the fucking... <laughs> if I dyed you green, you'd look like the Grinch right yeah. now. Oh, watch this, ready? This is something funny. <laughs> Do it to the camera. That's that's spot on. It's a TikTok thing. So you hold your... And it, it's it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Me and my wife sat there pissing ourselves, laughing, looking at ourselves in the camera for about 10 minutes. <laughs> but, um... Nobody wants to go to an empty bar. You know? it's, the, it's the same as like gyms and, and retention. Yeah. Right? Any coaching businesses, you see other people stop coming to the Zoom sessions, stop coming to the group sessions. You start to be like, oh, okay. And the biggest factor that we found was when things would go bust or when there'd be a massive decline is the retention rate. If that started to drip, it would start to snowball. Because people in those little groups would be like, where's everyone else? This mustn't be worth coming to. They might be doing something yeah. better. They stop coming. And like the moment you start to see a slip or an increase in like uh, non-retention, you have to fix it immediately before it snowballs and gets out of control. Yeah. And we've seen that in some uh, businesses lately that it's just, oh, it's a nightmare for them. Yeah, absolutely. Like people want to people go to the parties. People want to be let. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that that's like, there's some really cool, I think stage selling is a really interesting um, modality. Yeah. Like, I don't think it bears, and I could totally be wrong because I don't understand it enough, but I don't think it bears a massive amount of, of, of weight in what you do one-to-one. No, no. Like that. I don't I, and I don't even know if one-to-one techniques can really be really well utilized within one to many. Like, I don't know if it's like, you know, yeah. analogies like sprinting versus long distance, right? Yeah. Sprinting yeah. will make you better at long distance. Long distance makes you worse at sprinting. You um, know? So if you wanted to be better at both, you'd just sprint. You know what I mean? So I think there is some carryover to them. One, yeah. because it will affect analogies, reframes, it will reflect your ability to deliver. Yeah. But like, you can't ask specific questions because you're not getting answers. Yeah. Right. So it takes away that power and, and vice versa. Yeah. You're not running a doing doing mentality. consequence in a one to many. I think just, you can definitely do it, but it's yes. just difficult. Like, yeah. You know, it's I, just a more difficult. I think I think it's a more difficult way of selling. Obviously, because there are so few people who do it really well. And you have to crack those first few people. Yeah. To get that herd mentality You've also got to be good but awkward, man. Yeah. Like when we did that Congruence Academy and then like was Eli was supposed to do the pitch. He sort of got three quarters of the way through and then his internet shit itself, remember? Oh, yeah. And we so had to I, over, I yeah. had to take over and I just went like, F- it. I'm going to go full dark and just yeah. roll low it, man. And I went full awkward. Like I was calling people out, Jimmy, Jimmy, what have you done? Why? Why? Like it was it's maybe it was, not the right way to go, but it, it fucking was, worked, man. We yeah. had like 160K in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like it worked. Which when you think it's not really that much money, right? Well, it's not, but it was like... It's a good day's work. It was for 12 group sessions. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, um, was, it was a great return. Paid for like half the office. Yeah. So Supposed to pay for all the office and then some. Until all the budget. But then Ryan, shout out to Ryan, who... Uh, <laughs> it took us to the cleaners <laughs> with the budget. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> I water twice as much material. Wow. Instead of taking it back, let's just use double. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Didn't help the soundproof. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. He's a great guy. Yeah. But like, 
There is, I think there is some crossover, yeah. right? I think we're not experienced enough to figure out how to utilize that yet. So it'd be interesting in six, 12 months, redo this podcast with how we feel. And I'm sure we're going to have a very different interpretation of what yeah. can be transitioned. Absolutely. And also, I've never seen Myron Golden. been told that he's exceptional. I've never seen Tony Robbins. I've, never seen, I've never seen anything to do with Tony Robbins. No, know? never. I've never listened to a... I've listened to some of his books. I have listened and read nothing. Yeah. Okay. I've known who he is yeah. since I was like five years old because he's just super famous. I watched Shallow Hell when I was younger. I've seen that. That was funny. Yeah, I've Jack seen that. Black. I mean, if I teeth. watched it now, it would probably suck. I just thought he was the guy with the huge teeth and giant hands. He is, that guy. Yeah, giant hands. But yeah, listen, I'm sure he's phenomenal, but I'm not like a mindset, no. self-development dude. Like, I'm not that guy. I like developing skill sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've just never had, I don't think I've ever had an issue with mindset. Yeah. That's what someone with a poor mindset would say. Right. <laughs> That's it. So it's Matthew, such a, such a fucking, it's such a self-licking ice cream. It is. The, it the is. mindset thing, because you can be like, no, I just really need this skill set. And you'd be like, no, no, no. Well, if your mindset was better, then you would you would, you would would overcome that. And it's like, well, no, no, no. I want the skill set. Like, I, I can see why people are having, I can see people having a bad mindset. I, I, I understand that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Like I, I think people, but I think it's more, to me, it's more specific. It's like, no, no, no. You have a self-sabotaging behavior. Like yeah, I, oh, think, yeah. I think it wraps up into too much of a bow, like specific issues. Yeah. I think it's too broad and it's like anyone that is a mindset teacher, it's just like the perfect defense mechanism. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like if I know I, you are, yeah. but what am I? Yeah. It's, it's like, like no, if it's I go, mindset. you're a racist and you go, no, I'm not. And you go, that's exactly what a racist would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, well, this is a, this can't be, this is a loop. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like your mindset training doesn't work. Oh, it's just a poor mindset because you haven't applied yourself. It's like, no, you've actually at what you do. That's something something someone with a poor mindset. You just haven't opened up and given enough for it to work it. You haven't worked hard enough. It's like, you know what? It's it's, it's It's a self-thinking ice cream. Yeah. Like I understand that there's obviously a place for it, but like for me, just in general, like I've always just worked as hard as I could to get the result that I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been to like mindset events before. Not heaps. And I've gone, oh, this was really good. And I've been to other ones and go, you're foolish. I don't know what the you're talking about. Yeah. Like this, how are people listening to you right now? I think uh, I was talking to Dan uh, the other day. I just did a video on YouTube. He just got approved to to go back to Perth. He's on the plane right now. Well done. Yeah. Let's get out of lockdown. I I was doing a video with him and it was kind of like, because we're doing some development videos with him. So it's on YouTube. If you're not on the YouTube channel, you might be watching this YouTube, but if you're not, it's Matthew Ryder. So make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell, comment, uh, you know, down below if you want to see more more content. Hashtag congruent. If you want to be congruent, right? Um, But I I was kind of taking him through and he... It was like, he was like, okay, what do I do here? What do I do here? And I was like, Dan, Dan, Dan. I was like, stop. I was like, you know the answers to these questions. Mm. And I was like, you're trying to make a simple process into something more complicated so that you can trick yourself into like reasoning why you're not good at it. Yeah. And it's also, you're giving yourself permission to fail yeah right because it's like oh this is so hard it's easier to be like ah it was too hard for me to nail yeah it's like but it's not hard like you break it down it's so easy yeah like sales is really is really simple yeah it's not easy but it's simple it is simple yeah. right like same with you know people ask oh what do you do for follow-up call people man like how much more 
complex does it need to be? Yeah. Or how like, often do you call them? How often do you think they need to be called? Yeah, uh, we, we had this conversation yeah. just in a team training. Yeah, it's like some people need what to be called What are the specific protocols? What do I do on day A, B, C? Yeah. There's no answer to that. Yeah. It's like you call me every day to follow up. Like, you lose a sale. Yeah. You call me a month later and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's the right time. Let's do it. Yeah. And it's like everyone's got a different cadence and the, the individual is going to dictate that. And it's like, you know, ask them the question, hey – how often are you okay with me touching base with you? Yeah. Hey, would, would once a week be okay? Would once a fortnight be okay? Once a month be okay? Do you want every every couple of days? Hey, why don't I just keep touching you? Like, you know, every like every couple of days for the next week or so. Mm. So so we can figure out the logistics to, to help you overcome XYZ issue. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Yeah. You yeah. know? If someone's like, no, 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 man, like I'm I'm fully good to go. I just need like X amount of time and you know it's logistical and all that kind of good stuff. Then it's like, okay, sweet. I'll, I'll touch I'll base you with you in two weeks. Yeah. Sweet. You know, like it's fine, man. Like uh, people make it so people make things it's because they have a poor mindset, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's self sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> but it's just like people make processes more complicated than they have to be to give themselves a reason to yeah. fail. It's the same as like if a business owner or a sales guy is like, Oh, I'm not making sales because of corona. It's like, okay, okay, dude. First if of all. if you're making the problem bigger than you, you'll never even try and fix it. It's like one of the most damaging things you can say to a young overweight kid I mean, is you're fat because you're genetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not true. It's because you eat too much ice cream. Yeah. It's like if, if everyone here today just looks at every single thing in their life as their fault yeah. and everything that's happened to them as a problem that they can solve, everyone's life will be infinitely better. Yeah. If you take responsibility for everything, even yeah. if you're not responsible for it. Man, it's a freeing experience. Right. Like we had a we had a marketing meeting the other day because we got some news about some stuff we we're doing. Everyone was like, oh, man. I was like, guys, stop. I was like, it's fine. All we have to do, like, it's no point bitching about the parameters that we've been given. Yep. Right? Let's just work figure out how to work with them and create some diversification so we're not so yeah. reliant on that. And we can pull back slowly over the next little bit. It's not a big deal. It's just a thing we have to deal with. Yeah. It's and our problem to solve. It's fine. And it's easy to look at that as, like, I could pick that apart that and find six different ways mindset affects that thinking, right? Because you can rationalize everything back to mindset. Oh, for sure. It just doesn't mean you I should. Don't get me wrong. I use that in sales oh, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, the mindset was bad in the way that you're thinking about those parameters and you're looking to blame other people. Maybe we should explore, lie down on my psychiatrist's couch, We'll figure out what happened to cause you thinking that way. Yeah. And all the mindset guys out there are going, no, that's just because you have a good mindset. And I probably do have a good mindset. Yeah. Right? It's fine. But but just own your problems. It makes things so much easier. Because even if it was, somebody said, shut the f*** up. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, why don't you just do this? Mindset fix. It's like, oh, okay, I'll try that. Yeah. Then that solves the problem of the mindset without needing to yeah. rationalize, label it into something that it's not. Yeah. Because you just get caught in the trap and everything's mindset. And, yeah. Anyway. Like, Dan's a great example. Like Stupid rant. But. Dan, um, like, just putting himself into a better environment. I think, like, sometimes... There, there is a thing where, like, people need to see the success. People need to, like... You know, like, it's really funny. It's like, you know, nobody ran the four minute mile until somebody ran the yeah. four minute oh, mile. Yeah, uh, Roger Bannister. And now high school chicks do it as a warm up. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like nobody did the 1080 on a half, uh, on a half pipe or whatever until Tony Hawk did it. Kids are skateboarding. And now there's like nine year olds doing it. You know? Not so, even on a skateboard. They get their bikes out. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> right. that doing crazy.
right? So it's like I think sometimes being able to just seeing something, you know, then drives things forward. And I guess you could call that mindset, but really I just think it's... Is it? Or is it just belief that it's possible now? Yeah, I mean, I call it mindset too. See, yeah. it's such a self-thinking ice cream. It annoys me. But anyway, we won't get too sidetracked on that. <laughs> so, we're talking about masterclasses and selling yeah. one to many. Yeah. What, what are the key things that you want going through that process that has made you a better salesperson? I think, like, I don't, I'm not a preparer. Yeah. I think, like, I think that's pretty safe to say. I'm a kind of a shoot from the hip kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ag- aggravatingly so. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely, well, that's okay. In sales, I prepare because I always write a script for what I'm selling and I always understand how to sell it and then I can pretty much tear it apart. But I just know my processes so well, I don't really have to do any of that anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, I can go on and sell whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but, like, I had to study that process pretty pretty in depth. Well, so. that is preparation itself. Yeah. You're, prep- you're prepared six months to be able to not do it. Yeah. You know, if you- but, like, yeah, I, I don't like writing documents. But in this one, I think, like, it was interesting because I'm not – I know I'm not good at it. Mm. I've never done it before. I was like, okay, I probably need to – Spend the time. Spend the time. So I probably spent overall probably eight to nine hours, I would say over the last week, kind of dissecting stuff, maybe 10 hours, dissecting things, writing up the scripts, the before, the middle, the after, like, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff and figuring out what kind of engagement I want to get and how I want the people to feel at different stages. Yeah. I reckon I spent about 10 minutes setting up the webinars and upgrading the thing as my preparation. Yeah. And then spent probably another four hours after everyone was questioning, oh, is it going to work this time? Just going back, checking and testing, just out of paranoia. And Jeremy, well, last time, we, we, yeah. That's I, well, I did handle the task of someone. Yeah. Last time we had 447 people register for masterclass. <laughs> we sent out, I think we sent out like a confusing time zone. Someone forgot to also upgrade the account. Yeah, and then we forgot to upgrade the Zoom account. <laughs> After we had just made fun of one of our clients for doing the exact same I know. thing. <laughs> well, well, the person who forgot was making fun of him, which yeah. was the ironic part. But yeah. yeah, like I had messages from Jeremy at like 3 a.m. And when I got up at 5, I, was, I looked at it and just went, oh, I slept through my arm. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was late. I was late. Oh, you went late. I wasn't late, but I planned on being there about 10 minutes earlier. But I yeah. um, somehow my phone had gone on my bed and I'd rolled onto it. And it was like, so broke. You fat piece. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I prepare. That's kind of what I prepare. That's what I'm doing. I think it's 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 pretty interesting. If you guys watched the masterclass and you enjoyed it, like let me know if you bought any PQ. <laughs> if I did a good job, let me know if you like. Now, fuck you guys, are there for the free. Also, let it know if it was clear that there was preparation because yeah. if there wasn't, never doing that again. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I've done it once now. I don't have to do it ever again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right, guys, if you like this content, make sure you like, subscribe, and notification bell, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group, The Closing Code, that's our little bucket where we can teach you some more cool shit. We put all kinds of exclusive videos in there of my one-on-one coaching sessions. We have guides on objection handling. If you're going to go to our free resources page, our website, salesniper.net, you can pick up free calls, SOPs. Man, you name it, it's pretty much in there for free. And, uh, yeah, if you like this kind of content, make sure you subscribe. Share it with a friend. Can't hurt. Mm. And uh, thanks for for joining us. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only.